Kimler there to catch today. 3-3, just about to start the second quarter. Before we do, down to the sidelines we go with a couple of injury updates. Here's Kate Pedersen. Kate? Well, Hoagie, all the fans, of course, concerned as Liram Hiralau, who walked off the field looking injured. He did not go to the trainers. He was able to walk it off. Ken Bishop having his left knee worked on. He did get fitted for a brace. They're just working out the kinks right now, but he has been able to run and push off of that left knee, so it's looking okay for him as well. Very nice. Thank you. Already down a defensive tackle in Cleon Lang today. So that's something to keep an eye on. Argos have it first and ten at the rider, 31-yard line. Argos wearing their blue uniforms, at least the jerseys, white numbers, white helmets, white pants. Moving now toward the Gardner from right to left. They've got the win this time. Ball on the right hash mark. They've got a tight bunch formation to the right. They're going to come back the other way to Jackson, who makes one miss to the 20 of the five. Bye! Marquise Jackson with a great move, cuts to the inside and walks into the end zone and the Argos have their first lead of the afternoon. Let's talk about the execution on oh, that play. Oh. That was fantastic. Argos had everybody in the box. At the snap, it was a play action. Two offensive linemen, you got the two, two guards, Gardner, or sorry, left tackle, pulling around, making it look like everything's going right. Ricky pulls out, goes to the left, Martise Jackson with a beautiful uh, screen pattern. S.J. Green dives down, and uh, Argos execute that perfectly. Martise runs inside of his blocks as his linemen are coming out, and uh, off they go. But I got thrown a little bit because there were three guys between Jackson and the SJ. goal line. Yeah. Oh, yeah. They yeah, were all yeah, blue. Yeah. I was looking for the Ryder defender. They did not match up uh, well at all. They were all in the box. The Riders read that completely wrong. Here's the extra point by Hiralahu, who has got it. He is perfect this year, 27 for 27. And the Argos have a 10-3 lead. That was a heck of a move by Marquise Jackson to make the only guy that had a shot at him miss. It was, and uh, right away Chris Jones waving to Ed Ganey saying, guys, get over here. Colin Jones, or uh, Ganey, Colin Butler saying, listen, we did not match up right on that at all. Everybody was misaligned. Rogers in the wrong spot, and the Argos were able to execute perfectly on that and walk into the end zone. So the Argonauts going into the win were even at the end of the first quarter, and essentially they they assumed they were going to get some points on the first drive here because they were in field goal range as they started and ended up cashing it in. So, so far so good, taking advantage of going into the win and coming up with this 10-3 to lead that they have right now. Huge drive, Hoagie. Argos oh. get the ball around. Uh, where did they take that ball from? They were, I think, uh, the... 30 or so? No, it was, uh, it was deep. It was deeper. After the penalty against Charette, they yeah. started fairly deep in the roll. I think it was the, like the 10-yard line. So that's a, that's the kind of drive that the offense needed. And, and they, to be honest, I mean, they did that last week between the 30s. They didn't finish, right, until the end of the game. So mm. uh, good to see that happen uh, in this first quarter. Ricky Ray, 6 of 8 for 66 yards so far tonight. Kevin Glenn, 1 of 5. That's it. And a couple of the misses he's missed badly. A little bit of a, a, an historic occasion here. This is the first time. Oh, we're going to have a quick kick here for the uh, Argos. They will break the huddle and sprint downfield. A good kick by Hyralahu will chase the returner back to the five-yard line. And it's Jones, Christian Jones, across the 25 to the 30, and that's where the Riders will take over. That did not time up well on that kick. It was a bit of a surprise, but the guys were behind Learham on the kick, not crazy about this, that. This is the first time in CFL history where two players not named Allen and Cavill have faced each other 
as starting quarterbacks when each quarterback has had more than 100 wins in a career. Really? Did you follow that? Yes, I did. It's the third time it's happened in CFL history. The other two were Calvillo versus Damon. Okay. So this is the first time. Wow, since. Where, yeah. That's incredible. Well, these boys, no question, have had uh, Glenn and Ray oh. unreal careers. First down at their own 30-yard line, and they will go play action to Richardson. Come to the near side. It's got by Naaman Roosevelt, but he will be tackled almost immediately. It's a gain of almost five yards. We'll call it five and a half to get on second down. Roosevelt on the quick out pass. He's the only guy to have a catch tonight. It's his second for 22 yards. Yeah, and uh, on that first catch that he made, he was at fault because he actually lost ground after the after the catch, and uh, Chris Jones is pretty upset about that. Your star's got to be aware of where they are on the field. Three receivers to the left, two to the right, ball on the right, hash mark. And back to pass goes Glenn. Dumps it off on a crossing route. It is caught for the first down. It's Roosevelt again, and he needed five and a half. He got seven and a half. And you were wondering about the Trent Richardson experiment. He is on the bench right now, and Keenan LaFrance is in. Well, you know what? Maybe they have a set of series, a uh, set of plays specific for Trent. I mean, he's—it's uh, only been what a week or so, yeah. right? So, he'll I mean, be how much of the offense does he'll he know be, at this he'll point, be right? Gassed, right? He hasn't played in a couple of years. Yeah. He's never played with a 20-second block. Before. It'll take him a while to get oh, back, absolutely. In, back in shape for sure. First down at the 42-yard line. Their own—they're moving left to right. The Riders are. They're going to give the ball to France, and he is drilled in the backfield. A loss of a couple. They still don't blow the whistle. And LaFrance just was a target as about five guys in blue came in and got a lick at him at different points. And they will mark it shy of the line of scrimmage by about a yard. It'll be second and 11. <laughs> okay, that was awesome. LaFrance saw his hole. It was right, right guard tackle area. He was just going, hitting that daylight, and all of a sudden, boom! Akeem Jordan filled the hole, and it was a nice collision. And it stymied LaFrance right at the line of scrimmage, and then the rest of the Blue Boys came in to pull him back. So second and 11 again, right in the middle of the field. The Riders will send four receivers to the near side. LaFrance standing to the left of Glenn, who drops back. Six-man rush. They don't get to him, though. The pass will be well shy of the line of scrimmage. They're going to rule incomplete. Naaman Roosevelt again. Roosevelt again was the closest to the football. It sets up a third and 11. And Josh Bartell and the punt unit come out with 12 minutes remaining here in a quarter two. It's 10-3 Toronto. Yeah, wide curl route on uh, Roosevelt's run, and ball was a bit short, although from what it looked like from up top here in the nosebleeds, Naaman uh, Roosevelt should have made that catch. Wouldn't have been a first down, but would have given the Rough Riders a few more yards. Bartell averaging 51 yards a punt. That was with the wind in the opening quarter. And he'll kick into the wind here and almost gets blocked. It gets away. High kick. Wind is going to knock it down. Jackson's going to let it hit. It bounces back toward the Riders, and it is picked up by Rico Murray, who will take it out to the 40-yard line with a no-yards flag down. Argos are going to get decent field position, certainly their best starting position of the game by far. 11.5 left in the opening half. It's 10-3 Argos. This is Toronto Argonaut Football on TSN 1050. 11.5 remaining here in the first half. Hogan and Johnson, Kate Pedersen. Andy McNamara, that's the broadcaster. We had a visitor in the booth, Toronto Mike. World-renowned blogger following yes. the media scene in Toronto. Popping up, I'm going to pop by and uh, join him for a conversation in a couple of weeks. What's that the website? Street. What's the... Uh, that's easy, torontomike.com. That's go. what I thought it was. I couldn't remember if it was com or CA. It was one of those. He has interviewed everybody in the industry. 
everybody. Why he wants to talk to me, I have no idea. <laughs> oh, you might be an interesting guy, Hogan. <laughs> and you know me. Just a tad. Yeah. So the Argos will start here. First down to their own 45-yard line. And they have turned things around offensively. First couple of series, eh, not so much. But now they've got it going. Race 7 of 9, 78% completion percentage, 97 yards and a touchdown. They will go play action here. Ray rolls out to the left. He's got a man at the near sideline in Edwards at midfield and across by a yard. And he will be knocked out of bounds. But after the first down is made, Preston Butler with the tackle. First down Toronto at the Ryder 53. You know what, Hoga, the best part about this offense starting to get going here is that there's a couple of runs in there too. So you're seeing the balance attack a little bit, right, which is helping getting the guys, get, you know, getting them going a bit. Wilder six for 25. I thought Ricky could have taken off there and run for he at least could have ran. three or four. Although he did have the 10-yard gain last week. First down at the Ryder 53. Over here on the near hash mark, Argos moving from right to left. They've got a bunch formation to the right play action. And they come back to the near side. They've got Declan Cross to the 50. And he'll get knocked out of bounds at the 47. Outstanding defensive effort by the safety, Jeff Hecht, out of St. Mary's. Yeah, Heck closed quickly and uh, made no mistake as Cross was getting ready to make a move. Cross is a powerful guy, not an easy guy to bring down. And as he rolls out of the backfield, off of that play action, everything was going to the right. Cross rolls out to the left, wide open, makes a nice catch, and gets uh, five yards. That's his third catch of the night, up around 31 or 32 unofficially. They'll go to the bunch formation again to the right side. Wilder started to the right of Ray. Ray called him back to go to the left side. They've got two receivers. To the near side. Ray's going to go to the right. He's got a man on a crossing route. It's good for a first down and more inside the 35-yard line. Devere Posey, who killed the Ticats last week, in fact killed them in all three games this year, as a first down to the 32. What a throw by Ricky Ray as he hits uh, Posey outstretched on that slant pattern just beyond the outstretched hand of the uh, Saskatchewan DN in Antigua who just missed that, and he was frustrated. He had real, real close chance at knocking that down and maybe even picking it off. And he had a couple of sacks in their game in Regina earlier this year. First down at the 32. A counter play to Tristan Jackson, who's got the 30, who's got the corner, who's got the 20, and knocked out of bounds at the 15-yard line. Martise Jackson with the great play out of the backfield. Man, he was like a shotgun out of the backfield there. And the, the cool, all the movement was going right. Argos got a ton of misdirection going on right now. Obviously, this misdirection is working against Saskatchewan. Guys getting distracted by the first movement. And Argos pulling the little smoke and mirrors, getting it done. All that movement going to the right. Martise going left. And he just outruns the guys around the corner. So Martise will take it down to the 15-yard line. Beautifully designed play. Three receivers now side by each to the right. Ball on the left hash mark. No tight ends in. Wilder to the left of Ray. Again, here's the big man, Wilder, up the A gap to the 10, to the 9, to the 8. And he carried defenders for the extra two yards. It'll set up second at about three. They're going to mark it at the 9. Wilder is such a beast. Oh, he's huge, and he's getting in behind the big boys where all five O-linemen had a good push engaged with the, with the, against the D-lineman on the other side, and it was a little cushion right behind McEwen and Dean up front and as Wilder cut back and in behind the big boys right along the hash for a good seven-yard game. Marked at the nine. It's over here on the near hash mark. Argos moving white to left. They're in their home blues, white numbers, white helmets, white pants. Riders in white with green numbers, green helmets. Green pants. Just inside the tunnel. Called at the nine. 
No tight ends. Three receivers to the right. Way back to pass. Takes the hit. Goes to the end zone. Man, open. Couldn't hang on. Oh, boy. That was there. Ray got hit. Edwards could not come back far enough to make the catch. And I think Ray was thinking about the uprights, potentially. Oh, well, Riders brought a true blitz. They brought seven. One more than the Argos had to block. They've got six in the box. Everybody's picked up. Duck and Cross does a good job of picking up Hick up the middle, and it's 47 Samuel Aguavin coming off the edge, and he's bearing down, and Rick, and he hits it just as he's thrown in. Armani, in my opinion, it looked like he could have come back a little bit to get underneath it, and it's a drop. 16-yard field goal by Hyrula, who is up and good, and with 8-10 remaining here in the half, Argos have increased the lead. It is now 13-3. You're listening to Argo Football on TSN 1050. Almost have the touchdown, but we'll take the three and take a 10-3 lead. Argos win today. Front door, JJ. They uh, get into the playoffs. They will clinch a home playoff spot and all but wrap up the East. And could wrap up the East by the end of tonight if the Riders, uh, sorry, if the Riders, if the <laughs> Red Blacks. Yes. Still got that Can't auto pull it off. Yep. Thing. Every once in a while it comes out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No problem, but, buddy. But uh, if they lose uh, in BC, then the Argos will clinch and will host the Eastern Final here. Yeah, and if I'm a betting man, Ottawa going all the way out to BC, we know how the East oh. teams fare, you know, playing out west. It, it, uh, 98% of the time, BC wins. Yep. It, it's just, that's a long way to go to play a football game. And, um, yeah, Yargos should have that spot clinched. Although, you never know. I think Trevor Harris might be back up yeah. for Ottawa, yeah. right? I, and uh, I, I to that's going to boost them. I talked to Kerr about a week and a half time. ago, and uh, uh, he, he was close. Yeah. He was close. And just it, he didn't want to rush it because you don't want to get hurt again, right? It's no. The last thing you want to do. Just make sure. 100%. First down riders now. Now they're down by double digits here. They'll start at their own 35-yard line. They go into the wind, and Brandon Banks is in. Or Brandon Bridge is in at quarterback. And uh, on a pump fake, we'll take it and run it out to the 43-yard line. This is interesting because um, obviously Glenn has struggled today. Um, the, the, the numbers speak for themselves. He's got uh, three of eight. For 38 percent, 29 yards in the first quarter. Well, his first play, he stepped up and just airballed that over the receiver, right? Not, yeah. And he doesn't. He's not in his zone. He seems a little, a little bit off. And you know what? Maybe Saskatchewan throwing bridge in there for a spark. But they didn't make the switch at halftime last week against Ottawa when everything pointed to them making the switch. They're going to go to the ground game. Here's Trent Richardson, and he's going to get not much, but on second and two, it will be enough for the first down. He might get three, maybe four. Brandon Bridge, a Toronto kid, went down to South Alabama and just lit it up down there. Was drafted by Montreal. A lot of people thought that they were going to convert him to a slot back, but Brandon Bridge said, no, I want to play quarterback. I will quit before you move me to the slot. So he stuck it out. Looked like it wasn't going to work for him. Ended up in uh, in Saskatchewan this year and has looked really good. You know what? Good for the kid because I've... The that never works out for the quarterback yeah. that says that he's going to do that, right? It never works out. He ends up not getting an opportunity, and he's done with the game. It's worked out for Brandon. First down from their own 47-yard line. Richardson in the game. He's in pass pro now as Bridge rolls out to the right. Rolling, rolling, rolling. And he is going to be brought down at the 43-yard line. Rico Murray with the sack all the way back to the 43. It's second and long. Have you been working on that tongue roll? No. That was Just it. came to me. <laughs> it was there. I love it. I love it. That's, well, his, that's, that's a big play right there by Rico Murray closing on bridge. Sack, believe it or not. That's huge, huge, huge play. And um, 
Yeah, you know what? This defensive stance right here is huge for our, They got to hold Saskatchewan here because on that previous drive, not getting that touchdown, uh, that hurt me. That was like a little punch in the gut to me. Second down and 12. They will go without a tight end. Three receivers to the left, two to the boundary with the ball on the right hash mark. Back to pass. Brandon Bridge looking, looking, goes long over the middle, and it is caught. It was caught and dropped to Ron Carter. He talks a good game. He made a remarkable catch against the Argonauts in Regina. That one fell down, went boom. Incomplete. It would have been a gain of 25 yards. That is a massive drop. That ball was beautifully thrown 38 to 40 yards on a line right over top of Plummer's outstretched hand. Yeah, the, the uh, will linebacker for the Argos and right into Duron Carter's hands. I, I mean, the, his hands just kind of hit the ball hit and then they crossed. And his old man's not going to be happy. He's here today. Yeah, that Chris, is Chris not Carter made good. the trip north. Big drop. Third down and 12. Here's the kick. Bartell's kick is a good one. A different style. Yep. And Jackson's going to take it to the 19-yard line near Hashmark. Goes up the middle and a nice job of open field tackling by one of the backup receivers, Denzel Radford, out of the University of Calgary. So the Argos have it with 5-16 remaining in the half. They've got a 13-3 lead and we'll come back when it's Argo football. It's uh, Argos football on TSN 1050. Five minutes of change remaining here in the half. Hogan and Johnson with you. Gates down on the sidelines. Andy McNamara back at the ranch. We'll keep you through halftime. Keep you company through halftime. Argos now with the ball and an opportunity to extend the lead. They're up by 10 right now. And the fans right now being entertained by Jay and Dan. They have been unleashed at the BMO crowd and they're hosting Kiss Camp. I can't hear what they're doing right now, but <laughs> I'm hearing a lot of laughter down there. Put it that way. Uh, the best are the Kiss Cams when they're, you know, it's a <laughs> a couple sitting together are obviously brother and sister or something and the cam shows up and they're kind of like uh no uh it's always been fun Jay and Dan legit CFL fans oh they're they, amazing they love the CFL amazing. so it's nice to have them here today they were out partying with some of the tailgaters before the game I'm sure something went wrong at some point I don't know what but oh. something must have gone wrong they had to have two. having some fun First down at the 27 play action. Ray over the middle. It is tipped. He had on an in route. He had SJ Green. That's the first time they targeted him tonight. But it'll be second down and 10. Argos with a pretty good breeze right now. And trying to capitalize on this field position. The win. And a 10-point lead. Yeah, the big Eddie Steele. Defensive tackle for the Rough Riders. Got his hand up there and knocked that ball down. University of Manitoba grad. Been around for a long time. From Ticat, former Bomber. Good D-liner. Ball at the 27. Ball to the left hash mark. Back to pass is Ray. And it's a shovel pass again to Wilder. He makes one miss. He's got all day. 35-45. He's across midfield. He's hit at the 52. He spins to the 50. It is a giant gain of 33 yards. And a Toronto Argonaut first down. Hoagie, you couldn't have dialed up a better place against that Saskatchewan defense. Saskatchewan's in man. Argos take the receivers, run everybody deep, run, just get out of here. And uh, what happens when Wilder turns around? He gets the ball from Ricky, and there is nothing but, like, a, a fairway ahead of him, and he just goes. J. Michael Dean just drilled one of the linebackers, and he set the pick, essentially, for Wilder to head downfield. First down, Toronto. Play action, they dump it off the deck on cross right side with a flag down, and he will take it inside the 50 to the 50, to the 48, rather. And the flag was thrown at the near sideline by Rob Skaggs. Who's the back side of the play. Nowhere near the play. Oh, absolutely nowhere near the play. 
So was it a hold? Was there contact past five? Rob Vale or Tom Valesi rather, tell us what just happened. There's no flag on the play. Nope, there you go. That's what happened. Nothing. <laughs> Second down and seven. Uh, S.J. Green with a good effort on the, in blocking in the perimeter against Butler there, the defensive back, and allowed Declan to turn up and get a couple yards. Well, actually, by the way, I should point out they're working a receiver short today. Um, Brian Taylor, who's been around a long time. His dad, Murray, was an OUA official for how you would have been a ref back when you were playing. And uh, Brian uh, had a hamstring problem before the game. So they've got a substitute official in, I believe, two, four. The ref the got a line. hammy. The ref got a hammy. Yep, they got the right number on the field. And the flag goes down as Ray drops back. Did he get it off? There's still one second on the clock. What's the call? Well... We just said a good thing about J. Michael Dean. Now we got to say that he moved. So it's second down and 12. Yeah, that's a tough one for the lineman. You know, sometimes you, you, your, your thoughts take you away from right now for a second and you start thinking about what, you know, what you're going to do or, or you know, that guy that just hit you or something and you get distracted and you just go offside. Second down, 12 to go. They'll put three receivers to the right with the ball on the right hash mark. Two will come to the field. And back to pass goes Ray. He's going to go over the middle. He's got a man on the curl. It's a first down Argos. S.J. Green is playing tonight. His first grab is a gain of 22 and an Argo first down. S.J. pushing his defender high. Cuts inside from right to left and settles in the zone. Ricky steps into the throw. And that's the, the throws that we see from Ricky Ray. That one that he left short, that was a bit of a short arm. Didn't follow through on a step. And, you know, every now and then even the stars forget those fundamentals. But Ricky made no mistake there. S.J. Green is 78th catch of the season. Over 1,100 yards. He's third in the CFL in that category. Riders, here they come. There's, It's an all-out blitz. He goes over the middle again. Ray does. He's got S.J. again on the in route. And it is down to the 16-yard line. It's another Argonaut first down after a gain of about 14 or 15 as we hit the three-minute warning. 2.38 to be precise. Argo's in the red zone. Can they capitalize? We'll find out when we come back. They're already leading 13-3. This is Argo Football on TSN 1050. Argos lead Saskatchewan. James Wilder Jr., a big part of the offense again today. Kate Pedersen has an update on him. Kate? Yes, Hoagie, as the offense gets rolling here, something to note Wilder told us this week in practice. Mark Tressman, we think of him as stoic, calm, cool, and collected, and the players really respect him. But he was able to poke the players a bit, and he is able to get under their skin and bring out a fire in them. And we've got this playoff mentality down here on the sidelines tonight. So the players said, you know what, we really respect him, but he does a good job of poking us and bringing out some of that intensity. So what many fans may see in this calm and cool guy, he's got a bit of a different side to him when he needs it, and it brings out a lot of talent in some of these players. Thank you very much, Kate Patterson. So far tonight, James Wilder on the ground, seven carries for 32 yards. He's caught three passes for 48 more, so that's a total of 80 yards so far on 10 touches in the opening half. Hoagie, they got to give him the ball now, right? Give him the, I mean, He's had a few carries, but give him a couple more because after that run, and he's he's in a groove now. Watch out for what happens next. He's not on the field right now. They've got Jackson in there. As they go to the receiver pack, they'll dump it out to Jackson in the flat. He'll get tackled immediately in open space. It is actually going to be a loss of about two back to the 19-yard line. How about that? Martise lines up in the box, just on the edge of the box. Breaks straight to the flat at the snap. Toby Antigua, the D lineman's chasing him. Yeah. And he ab he's able to stay with him. I mean, at 240 Mar pounds. Yes, at 240 <laughs> pounds. Like, you know, that's impressive. 
impressive. And uh, anyways, Martise gets the catch, and Antigua makes the tackle right away for a loss. And we've got an injured Argo on the far side taking a knee, and I can't tell who it is. But I'm not going to speculate. Uh, let's see where the Hoggies. Okay, there's Will Campbell. Uh, I think it's Brandon Washington. Because I don't see Brandon. Well, we didn't get a chance to note on the previous play before the break. That catch by S.J. Green. Saskatchewan again going with the blitz. They brought seven. Ricky got hit right at the end of the, of the uh, play, but was, they had just enough time to get rid of that ball and a nice catch by S.J. Green for a huge first down. So the Argos have it at the 19-yard line. They're up by 10, an opportunity to go up by 13, unless they can convert here on second down, and we'll call it 13. they got another great drive going here. And that is, uh, I see the dreads and I see the nine, number 59, Brandon Washington, who has stepped in for Chris Van Zyl, talking uh, yesterday at the media availability. Uh, we were talking a little bit about Chris Van Zyl and some of the injuries, and I saw Chris on Tuesday when we went to do the podcast, and he didn't have the boot on. And okay. I said, are you okay? He goes, yeah, I'm actually a lot better than I thought I was going to be, sort of thing. And then I asked Trustman about it yesterday, and he essentially said that if this was a playoff game, he'd go. Like, okay. they didn't want to dress him and have him back up. They're worried about starting him because yeah. of the ratio, yeah. uh, because Brandon is an import. If, if, if he started the Canadian and had to go to the import afterwards, that might be a bit of a problem. So No way you play him. It's silly to play yeah. him at this point. You know, give him another week. Give him another week. You know, like, let's just make sure... Chris is good for the final run. So Jamal Campbell from uh, where? YU, YU. York University is going to come in and play right tackle. Yeah, Second-year player. Out there too. Back to pass is right. There's some pressure. He goes uh, to the near side. He's got a man in Posey who turns and is not going to get the first down again. Martin not going to bounce at the 11-yard line, so he's about five yards shy. And this will set up a chip shot for Liram Hyralahu and company and a chance for the Argos to move up by 13. And that was Derek Moncrief getting in just late. Managed to get around Declan Cross, who had good position, but Moncrief very quick gets around him and uh, forces Ricky just to get rid of that ball, but Ricky's still able to get the throw out, but not enough. Hyrulahu good from 42 and 16. 42 into the win, 16 with the win. He's got a fairly substantial win behind him right now. They will mark it just inside the left hash mark. Cody Fajardo, the holder. Jake Reinhardt is the long snapper. Snap is good. So is the hold. Liram punches it up and through. And with two minutes and four seconds remaining here at 16-3, Argos leading late in the first half. Argos, uh, another solid drive. That results, unfortunately, in a field goal. Both of those, uh, you know, those kind of could come back to hurt you at some point. But good, to, great job getting the points. I mean, certainly uh, a, a notch in the positive category and uh, builds momentum considering the, the plays that they're able to execute on. Liram Hyrula, who missed a field goal at the end of the Labor Day Classic, one that he wanted back. It was 30-something. He yep. makes that most of the time. Since that kick, he is now 11 for 11. Yeah, and that was uh, that was a tough miss. Yes. Right? It was one that could really rattle a kicker. But, uh, yeah, great job by him to shake that off and move on from it. He's learned how to do that over his career. Yeah, no kidding. First down at the 35-yard line. Brandon Bridge still in at quarterback. He's going to flick it to LaFrance out of the backfield for a gain of a couple, no more. Uh, it's a very nice job by the Argo defense to fill in. And Terrence Plummer, among others, over there. I saw that uh, comment by uh, by Wynn, Dylan Wynn, about D 
defense. He's never been on a team where the defense, every single defensive player flew to the ball. I think that just gives you an indication of the kind of group that's out here, right? These guys are flying around. Love it. Dylan joined me on the podcast this week, and when you leave the room and do whatever it is you do, I'll, t- I'll, t- I'll tell you what he talked about the defense in a couple of seconds. Second right. down and eight to go, maybe seven and a half, just outside the 37-yard line. Bridge back to pass. Pump fake comes over the middle, and he's got a man in Carter who goes down and digs it out across the 50 to the 52, and that is going to be good for 15 and a first down. I think the term he used was tryhard. Who used that word? Sorry. Win. I think it was tryhard. He said, that's what you do. Like, you just try hard. And everybody flows to the football. He said, I've never been on a defense where everybody gets to the football so fast. Right from whistle to whistle. First down. Back to pass. Pump fake again. He rolls it to the right and throws it across his body. What a pass! Into the 43-yard line. Did it hit the ground? Rico Murray saying yes. Naaman Roosevelt saying no. Where was he on the field when he threw that? Because he was close to that line of scrimmage. That was an amazing pass. It was a flick across his body. Very impressive that he was able to throw it that hard. In tight coverage and throw it down near the ground where only the receiver could catch it. This one, though, is not going to work. He goes to the far side looking for Bakari Grant on the stripes. And it will go incomplete, second down and 10. If you want a fun time, Brandon Bridge, when he was playing at South Alabama, took on Mississippi. Go and dig up the highlights to that game. Really? Oh, my. You get to see how strong the arm is. You get to see how fast this guy is. Brandon Bridge is 6'5", 230. He's a big man. And he can fly. Second down and 10 from the Argo 44. Back to pass is Bridge. Goes over the middle, has the man sitting down. Short of the first down is Bakari Grant once again. It will be third down and three from the 37, but this should be good enough for a field goal attempt for Tyler Crepinia, even though it's into a fairly strong breeze. He's got the leg to get it there. Or are they going to go? On third and three, they're going to go for it. Oh, Chris Jones is a gambling man. Interesting. He's looking for some some momentum before the end of the half here. Third and three. Or maybe he wants the Argos to burn a timeout. They don't. Everybody's staying on the field as Bridge drops back. Pump fake, clicks the wrist, has a man juggled, and the catch is made down at the 27-yard line. Caleb Hawley with his first catch of the night. And with 51 seconds left, the Riders are still in business. Wow, that's impressive. Nice, nice toss by Bridge under pressure. Quick slant. First down to the 26 is where they'll mark it. Bridge again, quick hitter near side, has the man on the curl. It is Naaman Roosevelt again. They're wearing him out. He'll be tackled immediately by Murray. It's a gain of about seven. Many of the coaches that supported Bridge at St. Marcelina's High School are here. They all come to the every Argo football game. The coaches and the principal and and I think most of them are down in the end zone there, and right now you can bet that there's a proud group down there. So they want the Argos to win, but they want him to throw for like 500 yards. That's right. Final score, 95-94. They're happy. And he's going to run a slant pattern, uh, throw a slant pattern, and it is caught once again, and it is going to be Deron Carter. And it's a first down at the 8-yard line with 23 ticks on the ticker. And they'll mark this one on the right hash mark at the 8-yard line. Riders in business. LaFrance will stand to the right of Brandon Bridge. He's the lone back. Back to pass. And it's a fade pattern back corner. And it is caught for the touchdown by Naaman Roosevelt. What a pass from Brandon Bridge. Who said Canadians can't play quarterback? Unbelievable. Bridge knew exactly where he was going with that. He, you know what? Trusting his receiver. He said, I'm going to Roosevelt all the way. He just took that snap. 
and threw it up there in the direction of Naaman Roosevelt, and he made no mistake making the catch. Had great speed as he was running towards that corner. The ball was on the money, and the defensive back, uh, I think that was Rico Murray or Darby. Darby had no chance on that play at all. It's amazing. You know, you talk about a guy like Ricky Ray who doesn't have the strongest arm in the world, but he's got the unbelievable touch. There are guys who have uh, um, strong arms and less touch. He seems to have both. Yes, And he's only yes. going to get better. He's only going to get better. This will be the extra point from right in the middle of the field from Tyler Capena. Snap and hold are good. Mac product has it up. And he's got it. 12 seconds left in the half, and the Riders are back in it. It's 16-10. to 10. What a drive by the uh, Saskatchewan Rough Riders. That's huge. I mean, Bridge just, just executing their plays comfortably, too. He looks like he's oh. in the zone, just kind of not panicking. Saw the opportunity where uh, Roosevelt was actually matched up against Rico Murray. Darby was on the outside, and uh, Saskatchewan receiver, the outside receiver, cut in. You had Roosevelt, who lined up at the two, and actually cut to the corner route. Got some separation. Bridge threw it right away. There was enough space there that if Bridge made a good throw, Roosevelt was going to be the only one that had a chance to make a play on it, and he made no mistake. And tip of the hat to Chris Jones. He gambled. Yeah. And it paid off going for it on third and three when they were easily in field goal range. Tip of the hat to Chris Jones for giving the Canadian QB a chance. Sure. Right? That's huge. Absolutely. Huge. How many guys, other QBs, have been great, we thought, you know, like CIS and yep. would be good at this level. And I, and I tell you, there's a lot that would be good if they were given a shot and they just weren't. And uh, you know what? It's good to see Bridge, Bridge finally get an opportunity. Last one we saw here was uh, Danny Brannigan. Yeah. Who was back in camp with you around 20... Danny can sling it too. Yeah. And here is going to be Marquise Jackson taking it across the 35 to the 36 yard line with seven seconds left. And we'll see if they will bring out Ray. So they may take a shot at it. Do you chuck one downfield and see what happens, or do you take a knee and go home? Uh, I take a knee and go to the half. Yeah, I'm with you. I like what Martise did there. You know, the return was designed to go up the hash. Martise caught the ball around the numbers. He said, you know what, I'm not going back to the middle there. And he just went where he saw a little bit of space. There happened to be only three Rough Riders. There were no Argos around there to help him block, but, yeah, he took, took what he could get right away. And they're going to pack everything in and just take a knee here, and we will go to the intermission here. Race is going to stand up, and Riders are going to go in there and pantomime trying to knock the ball out as Ricky now will finally, as the clock hits zero, take a knee. So we will go to the intermission. The Argonauts have a 16-10 lead over the Saskatchewan Rough Riders. A touchdown from Ricky Ray to Marquise Jackson. Hyra Lahu with three field goals, 42, 16, and 13 yards. For the Riders, a couple of field goal rather to start the scoring, open up the uh, scoring this afternoon. A 34-yarder for Tyler Crepinia, and then bridge to Roosevelt in the last minute at 16-10. And here is Kate Pedersen with James Wilder. James, last week, a slow start and a comeback win. A different case today, the offense getting some momentum early. What adjustments did you make? Um, just focusing on more detail. That's all it is. And make sure we just keep locking in and finishing drives. And here, we, we, we're, we're doing better, but we, we, we're leaving a lot on the field. Uh, we're kicking all these field goals that could, uh, could end up being six points and touchdowns. And that's what we need to do, finish the drives. This is a very electric atmosphere with some playoff implications. How confident is this team to close this one out with the W? Oh, we're very confident. We're coming back. We're, we're, we're going to start off the half getting the ball, offense getting the ball, and we know we're going to drive down, run the ball, throw the ball. We're very confident. We, we know we just got to play Argos football. Best of luck. Go get it. Uh, thank you. That is Kate Wilder, Jr., and uh, we have hit 
the halftime. We will throw it back now. Andy McNamara, lots of big plays for you to talk about. Oh, absolutely, Hoagie. Let's take the break and come back with the halftime show. 16-10, Argonauts lead the Rough Riders. You're listening to Argonauts Football right here on TSN 1050.